0: Do you ever wish you could look back at your life through the eyes of the child within you? And do you ever think about what you would think of yourself or how you would see yourself if you could look at yourself today through the eyes that you had when you were 10 or five? Today, my son, Jackson Phillips Andreen, is going to give us some perspective through a child's eyes on confidence. Let's get started. Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh good lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. Okay, give us some grace here. We're going to share a microphone so there might be a little bit of fluctuation in the sound. Hi, Jackson. Hello. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. I want to get your perspective um, and perspective means like how you see the world and what we're going to talk about today through kids eyes. Okay. He knows what perspective perspective (gasps) is.
1: Perspective. <laughs> um,
0: so, Jackson, I was wondering, you've been a, you've been through a lot in your life. Yeah. What kinds of things have you been through that have been hard?
1: Divorces and sports. Yeah. What about moving. Oh yeah, that was really hard. Moving schools. Moving schools, moving houses, moving states.
0: You've never moved to states. Utah. Oh, well, yes. D- your dad moved to states. I was like, when did you move away that I didn't know about it? <clears throat> so, all okay, really <laughs> oh, no. so, all of those things are really hard.
1: Oh,
0: are we moving somewhere? So, all of those things are really hard. But what do you think was hard about them? Was it the same thing that was hard, or was it different every with every hard thing you went through? I don't know, what was hard about going through divorce?
1: I guess it was a little bit scary, and it was hard to move to another house. and Yeah.
0: Yeah? What's hard about sports? The confidence. What do you mean? Because there's so many other kids? Yeah,
1: and you just have to stick to it, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. That's kind of the common theme about... Really any hardship we go through in life is we have to pick ourselves up and go forward, huh? Yeah. Do you think that everybody has the ability to pick themselves up?
1: Sometimes. Do you think some people don't?
0: Yes. So for those people, and let's let's focus on kids, for those kids who don't know how to pick themselves up, um what do you think that they need?
1: I think they need to get a sport that they really like f- to find a sport or anything that they really like and try and stick to it a lot.
0: Yeah. That consistency, huh? Yep. Mom's podcast episode from yesterday was about consistency. Oh, that, cool. that wasn't a plug. He didn't know that that's what the episode was about yesterday. Um, one more thing for you. Yeah. Cause I know your, your attention is dwindling on the podcasting podcasting, not your thing.
1: Not really no. <laughs>
0: what is confidence to you? What does it mean?
1: Confidence is um confidence is hard and it's it makes you better at something, I think. Mm-hmm. And when you stick to it, you have confidence, and when you have confidence, when you have confidence, you stick to it.
0: Yeah, I like that. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're welcome.
0: All right, go have a snack. Okay. (laughs) I love and appreciate hearing how a child perceives something so abstract as the word confidence. And even as an adult, I think about what's my personal definition of the word confidence. I think like so many things in our world, we think that we're either going to have something or we're not going to have something. Like either I have confidence or I don't and with many things in life, we actually fall on a spectrum. And so when you think about self-confidence, it's similar to how you would value or rate your self-worth. In a scale of zero to 10, where do I sit on the confidence scale? Now I find confidence something that for me has been complex because I learned how to show up confidently at a really young age, and I think through seasons of hardship, I was able to continue forward with almost a false confidence. And that made people believe that I had it all together. And even when I didn't, even when my life was crumbling and cracking and falling apart, there were few people that saw the really deep struggle that I was going through. So I thought for today to start out the episode, I would read you the definitions of confidence. There are three that I think matter. The first is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. Now this is like, I have confidence that my kids love me. I have confidence that my folks are gonna be there for me. I have confidence that my vehicle is going to turn over when I turn the key. Now the second is the state of feeling certain about something that is true. Now this is an interesting one because while it can be a great thing, I think it can also be very limiting for us in that we can be confident that we believe in something that we learned at a very young age and that truth can be very inaccurate in our heads. So for that reason, that type of confidence could be seen as a negative. The third is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. I'm going to read that again. A feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Now, when I read that definition within my ability to really see around that definition, I think of someone who knows who they are and they are comfortable with who they are. However, When I think about the most confident people that I've ever known in my entire life, I would say that most edge on the side of cocky, where they are so confident that they do not see their blind spots or they don't possess the ability to have empathy for others. Now, for those of you who are listening, and I've heard from a lot of you, over the course of this podcast being on air. Now, granted, we had a blip there. We had a a, a vacation from the podcast, so to speak, or I had a vacation, sorry. Um, a lot of you are still here with me and you have been dedicated to this message and I appreciate you. And there are many of you that feel like if you work towards showing up more confidently, that you may tip over that cliff edge into that cocky, a narcissistic, overzealous kind of identity. And the reason for that is that you also know a lot of confident people who come across a little bit too confident. So I find this interesting because if I were going to rate my ideal level of confidence, I would again put myself at a seven. I wanna be confident enough in myself that I know who I am and I'm comfortable with who I am And humble enough that I have room to grow, that I can see the things I need to work on. I describe the confidence spectrum, for myself at least, very similar to how I would measure my self-worth on the episode that I shared on Friday called My Self-Worth is a Size Zero. I will leave a link in the description below so that you can listen to that episode if you missed it. So I want to bring up my son for a minute because there's a reason I brought him on the show today. And that reason is he went through a season where I felt like as a mom, we were losing him. Now, his dad and I have been through a divorce years ago, and we were both remarried. And um, dad moved to another state, as he had mentioned, and I was going through a second divorce. And quite literally, if I could explain to you the grief that I have had. In what his dad and I have collectively put him through, it's almost hard to quantify in words because as a parent, it isn't the life that I thought I would lead or give to my children. And I also think it's critically important that he can talk about the hard stuff he's been through and that he can really share openly how it made him feel. So as I watched my son start to sort of disappear, like the kid that I knew, I realized that he was really struggling with his self-confidence. He went he went from being a really gregarious, funny, um, very outlandish sense of humor, super social to barely speaking up, um, putting his head down a lot, not being able to really connect with others, and struggling in school. And so after we got reset into our new home, Um, I knew that it was critically important that I focus as a parent on his self-confidence. Now, he didn't know at that time what that would be or what that would look like. Uh, I don't think a child really has that automatic awareness of what confidence is. And so it was not only my job to look for opportunities for him to build his self-confidence, but it was also really important that I had those conversations with him. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not looking for parenting advice, I totally understand that. But know that any relationship that you have currently in your life, you have an opportunity to talk to your partner, your friend, your, um, your immediate or extended family members, or anyone else in your life who is struggling with self-confidence in this very same way. Um, ask them to define confidence. What does it mean to them? And then look for ways that you can support them in building their self-confidence. Now, if you are sitting here listening to the show and you're thinking, I lack self-confidence, then you also need to be asking yourself these questions and ask yourself why you don't want to move towards being a more confident person. And is it because you are not wanting to become like someone you know, who is maybe a little bit over that edge and violating what you believe a confident person should live like. Now, when we moved into our new house in December of last year, I realized very quickly that we live right down the street from a rock climbing gym. Now, I have wanted to learn how to rock climb for years. I'm a total polymathic enthusiast. So anything that's new and different and challenging, I typically want to jump in with both hands and both feet, and just give it a whirl and try it out. So we joined this rock climbing facility, and very quickly, both of my kids took to it. Both kids really started to enjoy the sport. But I couldn't help but see how, as Jackson learned how to climb, he learned how to overcome some of those hardships and some of those negative labels that he had collected due to all of this family garbage that he was handed Now, as hard as this is for me to admit that I was a part of all of this hardship in his life and I couldn't protect him from this, you are sitting there in your adult body and you are thinking about when you were a kid and the things that you went through that you didn't have any control over and how that affected you and maybe how it even affected your lack of self-confidence. This is something that I think that every adult listening has an inner child that is yearning to be asked these questions because you likely as a child were not given a voice into the negative emotions that you felt and into how it really damaged your self-worth. So my son learned how to climb and as he learned how to climb, he learned to grip the harder little, uh, I don't know what they're called, but the little crimps on the wall. And he is continuing to grow in in what is now his sport. And that has given him a confidence that reminds me of what helped me get through some of the greatest hardships of my life and really what led me to start tearing off these negative labels that I had collected through my life Similar to how my son was tearing off the labels that he had collected in his. So when I went through my divorce with their dad, I remember feeling like it was crushing, like you were restarting your life, like you were standing at the bottom of a huge mountain. Um, we live in Colorado here and we, we call this the land of the fourteeners, and a 14er is a 14,000 foot mountain. So it's a healthy hike. And it's one of the most beautiful and amazing things I've ever experienced. So I imagined that climb out of getting a divorce and going through the breakdown of the family system, like climbing a tall mountain and climbing a a tall mountain is hard enough, but when you strap two kids to your back, when you're going through hardship and you start climbing, it's a whole nother story. And I would describe the, that season of my life as I would climb a little bit, and then conflict would come up, or chaos would come up, and I would kind of slip on the pebbles and slide downhill. And every time I slid downhill, I would just beat myself up. I mean, I would just negatively label myself. I would tear myself down to nothing again, and then eventually I would have to pick myself back up and start climbing again. And this was a pattern. I would go up, and I would slide down a little bit. I would go up, and I would slide down a little bit. And I knew that I needed to. And I mean needed to get to the top of that mountain. Um, And I knew that whatever I found there would be worth the climb, worth the grit, worth the resilience um, that it took to get there. And sure enough, eventually, I remember feeling like I was at the top of that mountain, like I had achieved what I set out to achieve. And, you know, this funny thing happens when you climb and you get to the top, to the, to the peak, to the apex of where you want to be, is you look back and you see very clearly the trail that you forged to get to where you, you arrived at. And on that trail, you see all of these amazing people who came alongside you for different parts of your journey. And I want you to hear me say that whether you are an adult, whether you are an adult who is also a parent or whether you happen to be a child who's listening to this in your parents' car, there are people that will come alongside you and will encourage you towards confidence. They will embolden you to be better, to work harder, to achieve, to celebrate your wins, and to really step into the human being that you are meant to be. If someone comes into your life and they don't want what's best for you and they don't want you to have that confidence and to be empowered to do the hard things that really matter to you, those people should not have access to you, which means anything they say to you should not land on you. You should never attach negative labels based in someone else's opinion who, who doesn't want what's best for you. I hope you enjoyed the episode today and I will be back here tomorrow. Have a good one.